Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. This is Mrs. Adam. And this is Mr. Adam. And you're listening to By the By. One of these days we'll get a proper intro, but. For, for now, we have what Mr. Adam is over here singing. If anybody has an <laughs> uh, intro that they would like to do for us, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, we'll work on it one day. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, look, we have a graphic. What else do you want? <laughs> Graphics are hard. Yes. Um, yeah, so hey, it's, um, it's night. We have wine. Yeah. And we're here to talk, you know, about, you know, stuff, things. Stuff and things like that? Yeah. Right. Um, so what's been going on? What has been going on? We've moved. We were, had moved the last time we were on the podcast, but we have now officially had our housewarming party, and our house is officially warmed. It feels warm. Yes, it does. Even though it is winter, it, it feels pretty freaking good at the moment. Yeah. Although it hasn't really been a very cold winter yet, but that's a, I'm good with that. Yeah. And spoiler alert, we had our first play partners in our new place. Yes, we did. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The first ones. They broke in the place. Well, I don't think well. so. Well, <laughs> But we'll we'll determine that. We'll discuss that later. For for us, they broke in the place. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a housewarming party where it was it was interesting because I think um, there was like seventeen people here, and I had seen all but what four naked. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's always nice. Uh, yeah. most of them were play partners, which is again nice. It's it's a good kind of party. It's a comfortable. It's a good circle of friends to have. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, as, as you may or may not know, um, I mean, she's, she's playing I with the computer I think it's fine. Now. No, it's good, I think. Look, it's the bottom of the computer. Yeah, I think it's fine. Um, we'll fix that in post. Exactly. <laughs> um, as you know, we have both pants on and pants off friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, almost all of these friends are in the pants off category. And those who aren't, at least know that we have pants on and pants off friends. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a good group of people because like you said, you know, most of the people we played with and the ones we didn't know our lifestyle. So there, you know, nobody has to try and pretend or you don't have to filter. You don't have to censor yourself. It's just easy breezy the way we like it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, but we had three people spend the night with us on uh, two nights, Friday night and Saturday night. It was a long weekend. It was a long weekend yeah. down here. God bless the queen. Um, but uh, so we had three people spend the night with us. Um, we had, uh, we're, we're calling them Tony and Maria because, you know, it sounds sexy and they're sexy people. And I like the names Tony and Maria because of West Side Story. So, you know. That's who they now are. That's who they now are. <laughs> um, and so, and then we had the illustriously beautiful uh, lady who was on a podcast with us with uh, her partner a couple of months ago. When we were in Ireland. Yep, when we yeah. were in Ireland. Um, she stayed with us as well. Uh, so it was, a, it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was, it was a very uh, good weekend. Um, yeah, we had uh, the first night. So the way we, we ended up dividing up the place, we had um, Maria and Tony stayed in our room with us, and then we let uh, Lady, uh, the lady, have her own space. Um, so um, the four of us, we had it was it was like college all over again. We had a mattress <laughs> on the floor and uh, slumber party, slumber party, <laughs> adult slumber party, uh, adult slumber parties are the. Best slumber slumber parties. Absolutely, way better than when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I know, and we didn't even have a pillow fight. Oh, we didn't. You're right. We're have to do this again. We have to have take two. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Excellent. Mm. Yeah, but they um, the first night we uh, it was a lot of um, soft swapping. Yeah. Um, you know, a little bit of oral on each other and and whatnot, and then. Uh, we ended up uh, actually a lot thought, of girl on Maria. Yeah, that that girl. Whew, she's she's fun. Easy to go down on. Yeah. Um, 
and admittedly, I thought that we were going to do full swap that night, and and then, but he kind of went after her, and I'm like, all right, cool, that's awesome. It's a good show to watch, and then Absolutely. so you and I started, uh, you know, going to. How many bases are there? We were like sixth base at that point. No, seven bases. I don't know. Um, do a home run and go back around again. <laughs> yeah, we did a home run field go thing. It was, you know, yeah, crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. Um, it, yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. And then it was the fun. night two, we uh, after a very long day of both cooking and 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 getting everything ready and whatnot. Um, and then the long party, and uh, fortunately, neither you and I had drank that much. And then, no, I don't think any of us that were staying no. here drank that much, yeah. really. So I, it was it was quite good because everybody was still quite lucid and you know able to play and have fun and and Beca- yeah, in the moment. Yeah, you could be in the moment. Yeah. You you could know what was going on. You could enjoy it, and then the next day you could more importantly remember it. I so. know, right? <laughs> I hate those times, and I've done that before where I play, and I'm like, the next morning, I'm like. Wait, what do you look like naked? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, fortunately, you know, that was, it was good. It was, it was a really good, like, that girl is fucking hot. Yeah. Um, and I'm not attracted to women normally. It's funny. So we've, uh, Mrs. Adam and I have had this conversation before in a normal, in a normal time, like if we're walking down the street, um, and, and two or three people come out of a gym in front of us. I never look at the women. I don't notice women when we're out. I, I, women, it takes a very different woman to attract me. Um, and Maria's like that. It's like, yeah. I, I love talking to her. I think she's gorgeous on the inside and the outside. She's a, she's a catch. She's a fun person. Um, yeah. And, and beautiful. Tony as well. He's a, a really smart guy. Um, he and I haven't played much cause I haven't sort of pushed that boundary yet with him. Cause I don't know where he stands right. uh, on the whole guys thing. But even in a pants on kind of way, Tony is great conversationalist. Yeah, intelligent He's, as hell, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Um, and, and Maria is too, you know, me being a complete theater junkie. Um, and, and in Tony's defense, he's no slouch in the sack either. I oh yeah, sorry, yeah, sex. Him, sorry, didn't. we forgot about sex. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got distracted by other shit. Look, I'm yeah. talking about theater. God, because <laughs> yeah. on the that the Saturday night, night Saturday night with the housewarming party, we did actually we ended up full swapping that oh, night. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was getting with that. I was oh, okay. I was going to come back to okay. that. I was going to come back to that, but I was I was blowing smoke up their ass at that point. Telling this is uh, wine, not pee. Yeah, Re- refilling the glass. Yeah, it's important. It's all good. Um. I was getting back to that, but I was talking about how great they are first, yes. so that I can then talk about how great they are in, in, in the bed. bed. Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, and and it was great. Yeah, the, yeah, it was it was great. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, they're so. they're a fun couple in bed, out of bed. Very lucky to have had them to stay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was kind of random, but glad that they stayed. And yeah. So I think we've made friends for life now. So woo-hoo! yay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's basically most of the new stuff that's been going on. Um, I will say, if I know she listens to the podcast, uh, apologies to the lady for having to hear us on the second night, because I know that, uh, she actually commented to me that she's like, you know, I heard all four of you (laughs) and, and my favorite response, uh, it's, she said, it sounded like Maria and Mrs. Adam had a very, very nice time. So, yeah. Um, and so the answer is, we did. And they did. The answer is, yes, yes, we did have a very nice time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Uh, it was a good party. Um, yeah. And then and we were lucky enough to have Blue Steel show oh, up for a, right. for a short while. Yes. But we hadn't seen him in ages. And so it was nice to see him. Every bit of time we get with Blue Steel is good. It's good time. Yeah. And because he's now got uh, a pretty... Uh, he's got a serious boyfriend now. Yeah. And which is, it's, you know, good for him, bad for me. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's good though. He's happy. Yeah. So he's that, happy. That's, and that's all matters. that really matters. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, what, you know, what, one of the things we wanted to talk about tonight was we had, we have re- <laughs> we have recently invested and I say invested due to the, price of these things um invested (laughs) in some toys um over the past gosh i guess three months four months uh not well one of them maybe yeah yeah one of them was a while while. ago but then recently we've had a a couple of successive visits to max black and uh we've gotten a number of of things there 
to play with and add to the repertoire. So we just wanted to sort of talk about those and give advice on those because, um, you know, we've got a prostate massager, a strapless strap-on, and then cock rings, and then, yes, the illustrious penis pump. Um, it's not my bag, baby. <laughs> That's my really bad Austin Powers impression. Uh, but we'll go through all these and talk about them. And um, Mrs. Adam is convinced that we've talked about the uh, the prostate massager already. But it's we, so good, I think we should touch on it again. And we may not have. I could be misremembering. I mean, I'm, we have obviously talked about it, but I don't know about on the podcast. Look, so. people, we don't know what we talk about. We're not. Yeah. We don't really listen to these things. <laughs> you know, I'm still amazed that you guys do. But we're happy and we love you. All right. Anyway. All right, so which one do you want to start with? You we're want to start s- with that one? We're going to start with the top. All right. Um, I love that as we're about to talk about this, <laughs> uh, Mr. Adam has the webpage open yeah. for the, it's the, the Lalo Loki wave, and he has the webpage open, and it's just sitting there waving away on the yeah. page at you. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like, like, hello, play with me. I feel like it's me. beckoning me. It's like, it, I feel like I should leave you guys alone, <laughs> and I should go have some fun. Like, look at me. Um, so, yeah. So, as Mrs. Adam here said, um, the, the item is by Lelo, L-E-L-O, which I always called it Lelo until we recently started watching some videos because I've got the new condom that's coming out. Yep. Um, and it's apparently called Lelo. That's what they always say online, and so that's what we will now be trying to say as well. But my problem with that is when I was a kid, my mom ran a daycare, and all the kids couldn't say the word yellow, so they would say it was yellow. <laughs> You're so right. I'm like, oh, God. Now I'm going to think of a child saying yellow every time I see the sex toy. Oh, God, I need therapy. Well, that just went to a dark place. <laughs> I know, right? I need, I need more therapy. Um, so, yes, Lelo, L-E-L-O. Um, and the one we got is the Loki wave. Um, and so Lelo is known for, they, I mean, they do like women's, all kinds of women's sex toys. Um, and they had, I think it was called the Ina wave, um, mm-hmm. that was supposedly moved and massaged the G spot. And so the, the point is it, it, it not only vibrates, um, cause it has two motors in it. Um, it also moves in a i'm gonna i'm putting my two fingers together come hither come hither a beckoning motion yeah so the idea is you put this uh you you insert it anally you put it against your prostate and it massages your prostate while vibrating the entire time um additionally it has this little like thumb thing that's out that goes against the the perineum or as colloquialism the taint I always sound so country when i say that that's why i <laughs> never say that word it's like the fucking word antenna i can't say that either it's like God. Fuck you, Kentucky. Anyway, um, so, but I digress. So it lays against the perineum and massages the prostate from the outside. So basically you've got to come hither, come in from the inside massaging, and then the the outside laying against you massaging as well. Right. On a scale of 1 to 10, it gets an absolute, without a doubt, an 11. Yeah? Yeah. That that good. That's the greatest toy known to man. Or not. There you go. I'm done. Would you like to expand? Or no, just it's just it right that? there. It is the greatest. So um, it's a little big if you've never, if you have very little experience um, inserting things into your ass. It's it's a little big. Build up to it. You got to yeah. build up to it. It's not. A, it is not a, um, <clears throat> a first time out. It's gonna. You know, I'm, I'm gonna use this thing. Um, I would say it's probably the size of three of my fingers, but I've got small hands. Let me, you do. I don't look at my hands. Mine yeah, are even tinier. It's like four of your, it's like yeah. fisting for <laughs> it's you. It's like fisting for me. <laughs> you're, like, you're like a doll. You're tiny. Anyway, um, I'm trying to come up with something, you know, and they probably have, they probably the dimensions, have dimensions on, on there. here, yeah. but I'm really too lazy to actually look it up. And it doesn't matter. Just looking just- on the website, I don't see them. But anyway, um, it's L-O-K-I wave. But yeah, so it's a little bigger than what I would say is is like entry level, pun right. intended. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, even for me, who I'm going to say, I'm getting to the point of being an old pro. Um that first time can be a bit of a <gasps> yeah, <laughs> take your breath away yeah, kind of yeah kind of stretching out kind of thing. Um, the only negative I can come up with this is that it's got this really smart little feature on it that when you turn it on, it remembers the it remembers where it was last time. Oh, which sounds like a great idea. Yeah, because that means it's like oh yeah, it remembers exactly where I was. But oh. I'm going to argue and say that men are not like women in that I'm not looking for 
straight, especially like with you and your like toys, a like the, yeah, the clitoral things. Yeah. This is definitely you want something. I, it needs to have a buildup. Yeah. So I would prefer that when I turn it on, it starts at zero, and then I can play around with the buttons in order to get it up to the level that it's actually. I want it to just start with a very soft vibrate yeah. and no actual come hither beckoning mm -hmm. uh, thing, because if you go straight from from initial insertion to that you will explode. It's not a pos and it's not yeah. in a positive way. It's a bad feeling for so me. So you just need to remember when you first turn it yeah. on to do that before you insert and set it back to zero, basically. So what I try to remember to do is when I'm done playing with it while I'm washing it or cleaning it off, I um, I set it back to its yeah. base, zero, very low vibration and no wave. That's my goal. Um, you know, and another thing <clears> is if you're using toys like this, guys, it's – what we use is we have we tend to have expired condoms around um, because you you buy condoms and you forget where you put them and then you find them like three years later and you're like <laughs> oh I didn't realize we had condoms in this random shoebox um, or in this jacket or in this briefcase because you know that's how we roll um, we use condoms on anal sex toys because then easy cleanup it's a lot easier cleanup yeah um, so yeah that's um, that's that's the Loki wave. I would, uh, again, um, if if you've if it's something that you're interested in, this is not something to go out and. If oh, I should let me rephrase that, if you're interested in prostate massaging, um, I wouldn't go out of the gate and get this one. It's it's a big investment. This is something that you are if you are comfortable with butt plugs and comfortable with with anal stimulation, then do it. If mm -hmm. this is right out of the gate, I would. Probably not advise on it. Okay. Also, Good as know. a side note, um, I've seen people write this as questions online. Then um, the question basically is, can I use a woman's G-spot stimulator for the prostate? Long answer, no with a but. Short answer, yes with an if. Um, so the the reason I say no with a but, pun intended, um, is that the the prostate and the G spot are located different places internally, so it's it's going to get close, but it's not going to be the same. I would really advise if you're going to do something like that, invest in toy cleaners and invest in, and always use condoms on the toys, both for you and the woman, because right. that is a that's asking for a whole fucking world of hurt um, of cross contamination there. Um, more for the woman, but yes, more for the woman, but you know, either way, yeah, you know, let, and the other thing too to think about, um, especially with something like that where it does have the extra bit to, to go on the perineum um, and the ones, the women's toys that, um, you know, are G-spot and clit massagers, yeah. the spacing is different yeah, between the different. two, not yeah. just, not just with the one bit, but between the two bits, yeah. the spacing is different. And so that's also something to keep in mind when you're comparing one and the other. Because typically a, a clitoral vibrator will be the size of the tip of your thumb, whereas a perineum vibrator will be your whole fucking thumb. Yeah. Um, and that's what, that's part of the pleasure. Um, so yeah, can you do it? Sure. With great care mm -hmm. and cleanliness. Should you do it? You know, just invest in something new if you want to play with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I did a lot of talking on this one. I'm going to let you talk yes, about the next did. one. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's, uh, move on then to the, uh, strapless strap on the, right. it was the share vibe by fun, fun factory. factory, right? Yep. Oh, and there's a picture of it there. Awesome. I have, I am prepared. Yes. I'll is. try to put links up on our webpage for this stuff because, you know, if you're interested. Yeah. Um, both of these items, again, came from Max Black. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, the Share Vibe uh, is a strapless strap-on. And as any of you who've listened to the pegging episode know, we very much like our strap-ons. And uh, I enjoy it very much, I would say, as much as, if not more than Mr. Adam. Um, but we have not tried a strapless one. And so with, we went and we looked around. There were, they are a couple of different options. Um, this one we liked because not only did it have the vibration that, you know, both stimulates the clit for her, um, but also he can feel it as well, a little, not as much as the last one we were talking about. Um, I mean, it, admittedly, you can use it on women as well. I've not had that opportunity yet since we got it. We've only had it a few weeks. Um, a few weeks, but it's already gotten quite a lot of mileage out of it. <laughs> it has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a good one. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, so we got this one. Um, and basically, 
I really like the panties and that we that we have and I like you know wearing a strap on with those this is uh, it's a different feeling I don't know how it is for Mr. Adam he can chime in on that later um but it's a different feeling for me because there's something about wearing the panties which admittedly are crotchless and so there's you know can be a lot of fun had there um while using a toy as well on him um but this has you know it has the internal bit that goes up which actually i will say that's a good thing about the share vibe is that it does have a fairly sizable bulb to go in so it's easy to hold on to um i've it's the only one i've ever used i don't have anything for comparison but i've heard some women say that sometimes you know they're too small and it's hard to hold on to it might slip out because you're basically grabbing the, so and when she says this so there's an insertable bulb that goes in her vagina yeah and so it's like she it's i mean i almost think of it as like a, a it's a temporary cock that you that you've suddenly got but so you're Grasping onto that with Kegel muscles. Is that correct? Yes. So, yeah. Is the whole time, are you clenching down on it? Because that seems, I mean, you clearly like it, but that. Maybe subconsciously, but I don't, I don't consciously think about it at all. Um, But I think it's just, you know, when I'm excited, I'm kind of clenching and whatnot anyway. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, So I I don't find it hard at all. To me, it's very easy to keep in. It stays put. It's also curved a little bit, so that may help um, with how it stays. I don't really know because I don't have this issue, but maybe if someone had, like some women have like the twisted uterus thing and whatnot, it may not be as comfortable for them. Um, I don't know. I'd be curious, you know, for someone else to to chime in and and give their input if they have any issues like that. Um, But I found it very comfortable to wear. Like I said, the vibrating bit was uh, interesting as far as the stimulation goes. It was a definite plus, I would say. Um, and I, I will say that as uh, whenever I put it on, uh, Mr. Adam, of course, we got the uh, skin colored option. They comes in like a it comes in a pink and it comes purple in all the typical sex toy obnoxious colors. Yeah, so it comes in all those different colors and whatnot. Um, but as soon as I put it put it in and was just kind of standing there, he kind of looks at me and, and Mr. Adams says, wow, that, that's the closest to you having an organ I've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> and even I would say when we were using it, um, I don't know how it felt, but it's, it's, he seemed more responsive and I noticed that I didn't have to make as big a movements yeah. to, to get a response. And so there was... I don't want to say less effort, but there just didn't have to be as dramatic of an effort, it's, I guess I should say. My word I would use is fluid. There's a lot more Maybe, fluidity yeah. because it's there's a definite difference in in you with the strapless strap on and you wearing the panties. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only is it when we also, spoiler alert, have tons of mirrors in our bedroom because we like to look around at ourselves. Hashtag self-centered. Um, well, admittedly, I like to look at you more, but okay. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at you as well, but us as well. Sure, yourself. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> God, now I'm selling an asshole. Um, it's okay. You can look at yourself, baby. Um, but, you know, you do have this, you, you look over and and you see, you know, you pulling out of me maybe. And, and it's like, it is. It's it's closer to you being, having a, 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 a cock of your own mm-hmm. um, rather than, you know, look over and you see you're clearly wearing panties and what, uh, you're, what you've got okay. is a bright orange dildo, yeah, yeah. strap on, dildo, peg, whatever. Um, so in that respect, I guess it's a good thing we went with the flesh. Yeah, and that's, that was for me, yeah. honestly, mentally, that was sort of one of those things. I right. wanted to sort of get into that mental rhythm okay. of, oh, look, she has a penis. Um, I get that. What an odd thing to say. You know those <laughs> phrases you never thought you'd say? Oh, look, she has a penis. <laughs> Anyway, um, so as a sort of side note, so the what they're calling the active part, I'm looking at it on the website now, um, it's 13 centimeters um, or 5.12 inches of insertable length uh, mm-hmm. for the guy, uh, and that in, and also one and a half inches in diameter or 3.8 centimeters. My only complaint about it is, God, and this makes me sound like a bottom bitch it needs to be a little bigger <laughs> i mean it's it's a good size it, right it's also very smooth it doesn't have it does not physically look like a penis yeah it is it is very smooth um it, it looks doesn't, like a dildo it doesn't yeah it doesn't have any of the ridging it doesn't have any 
um, like a bit at the head at or the anything head like or that. The, yeah, yeah, or glands or whatever. But you also have to remember, I mean, I realize it's probably largely meant for anal play, but it can also be used on women. And But again, given that size, you're right on that cusp. Yeah, of, but still, you know, it should look like a penis. Yeah. I mean, that, it is what it is. Right. I, I don't understand why not go ahead and put that veining or ribbing or something on it right. to give it texture. Um, it's great. I actually, this is... I quite like it. This is my favorite yeah. pegging toy that we have currently. Um, and like you said, we've had it for a couple of weeks and it's gotten a lot of mileage in that Yeah, time. yeah. Um, I'm actually like, let's go do it now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I do really like it. Yeah. Um, but and, I just wish that it was either a little, mm-hmm. like, uh, and I'm not talking a lot. I'm talking, you know, a centimeter and a half to two centimeters longer, which... Or or just a little Doesn't bit bigger around. Want that extra bit? I know, right? God, I've been <laughs> saying that since I was twelve. Um, anyway, but yeah, again, on a scale of one to ten, I give this one a solid nine. It's fantastic, yeah, yeah. and it's easy. Like I said, it's easy for me to hold on to. It's easy to keep in, which is what my big concern um, was, and me too, because of talking to people and they were yeah. saying that some of them are smaller and harder to keep in. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And, yeah, and you don't have any issues. So, There's never any, no, no, not at all. Um, it is kind of funny, though, because you get all grr when you have it in. You're like, suddenly, it's like an injection of testosterone. I do that whenever pegging anyway. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know what it is, but there's something yeah. about it that just, yeah. Yeah. Just animalistic, I guess. Grr. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the vibrations in it is good. Um, it's a removable vibrator, of course, rechargeable, uh, which mm-hmm. means that you, I don't get nearly as much vibration from that as I do from the... Right, right. The Lelo. Well, also because um, of where it's positioned, it's positioned exactly. It's more positioned down. more yeah. for you than yeah, it is for it me. Is. But in the end, I still yeah, pun intended. Uh, I still really like it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. All right. So that's those two things. Um, and again, if if anybody ever has any questions or whatever, we're not. These are all our own opinions. We're not sponsored by any of these folks. Nope. Um, although, if anybody wants to sponsor us, we take sex toys for free. Um, <laughs> We'll give you a full review for a free sex toy. Anyway, um, some of the other things that we have sort of ventured into, we our last trip to uh, Max, Max Black, Black, we, uh, we got a we vibrating got a, cock ring. We got a vibrating cock ring. Yep. Uh, and, and, well, no. We got a non-vibrating cock ring and a vibrating cock ring. Right. And uh, we went with the penis pump because I wanted to give it a go. And we did, uh, we got a manual anal douche. Yes. So there's a lot there. Know, Where do you want to start? There. Let's start at the top. <laughs> pun intended. Um, I feel like we should just say pun intended and then we can copy and paste it into this podcast because I feel like he always means puns. Puns are awesome. I know, but you do usually I intend love them. puns. They're always intended. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I won't say it again. Um, the cock ring. I had never, <laughs> let me. I was, just, I was almost about to say I never worn a cock ring. Never successfully worn a cock ring. Okay. We had cock rings. Yeah. And we sort of played with them. Yeah. And I never liked them. I'm right. like, these are stupid. We had the ones that basically you put twenty five cents, fifty cents in a gumball machine and get the gumball they're, cock machines. They're thin. Cock, cock they're rings. yeah. They're not very big round. They, they stick to they you. They almost Ugh. look like a very fancy girl's head hairband or something. You should totally use one as a hairband. I totally should. The next time we go to OSS, you should totally have a cock ring as your hair pull. That would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway. um, Yeah, so we got um, a vibrating one and a non-vibrating one. Yes. Um, The vibrating one, I I wish I could tell you who made it. I don't know. It's blue. It's tiny. It's hard rubber. Um, And then the non-vibrating one, again, no idea who made it, but it's it's clear. It's about the, the... width the ring itself is the width of my thumb and it's really stretchy it's a little squishy almost jelly like yeah or something. it's really yeah. soft i love that thing um so having never worn one didn't not really knowing what i was doing successfully yes. um yes i should say keep saying successfully um we looked it up online mm-hmm. how do you put this thing on i'm like oh okay so you, uh, what they say online is you stretch it out put drop your balls in it, put your cock junk, whatever, through it, and then that's it. So the idea is that it's restricting, it allows blood flow in while restricting blood flow out, which allows you to have three really big positives. Um, There's the fact that um, if you have trouble maintaining an erection, it helps you maintain that erection. Mm -hmm. Um, It uh, helps prevent 
it, it slows you down. Yeah. So, you know, it makes, slows, you, last longer. makes you last longer. Uh, so if you're quick to go, it's good. And finally, it with the with restriction of blood exiting the penis, it makes it bigger. Right. Potentially. We're not talking... It's, yeah. it's not going to add inches or, or centimeters, but it adds, for me, I honestly think it adds quite a lot of girth. It may all be in my furry little head, but when I look down, I'm like, whoa, I look big. Yeah. I don't know. Do you agree with that or is I, it all yeah. about no, hallucinating? I mean, there, there is more girth there, but it is, I mean, I, me being a very logical person, I know it's because you're restricting that blood flow, but either way, I still enjoy it. And you're, yeah, tighter when I'm. Tight. Chew my mouth. Yeah, I'm tight yeah. like a fucking tiger. It's yeah. awesome. Um, I, I will say, um, if you're going to use something like this, make sure, look online, don't use us as a reference, but I did see many places say, don't wear it for longer than 30 minutes because you can do damage. And let me tell you, that is one place you don't want to do any fucking tissue damage at all. Better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. So I try to keep my down to about 20, 25 minutes. I think the longest I've worn it was 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, and then I start to get a little freaked out and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to lose my penis. Because I'm thinking of like a live where it's, things turn black and they You're fall right. off. You know, it's yeah. like you put a rubber band on your finger and it falls off right. after a, a day. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. No, that would be bad. Um, uh, so yeah, no, but I highly recommend it. I think it's kind of awesome. Uh, along with that, um, so uh, I don't know how much I've touched on it here, but I'm very conscious of my size and I'm, I'm very conscientious of my size and self-conscious of my size. Um the size of my junk. Um, and so, you know, always trying to get bigger and better and more pleasing. Although Mrs. Adam has never complained. Um, I'm not doing it no, for her. I'm not doing it for her. <laughs> I'm doing it for me. Um, but I, uh, we also invested in a penis pump. Yes. Because, you know, why not? <laughs> you know, we have. So I don't, and, I'm going to assume that Mr. Adam has never used one before. No. And I've never been with anyone who used it before. So it's kind of one of those novelty things. It's like, that's like, you know, it's it might be dumb as hell, but it's just kind of fun. Let's give it a try and see how it goes. We'll give it a try. If we yeah. use it, you know, the thing I look at is I think it was like 40 bucks, 50 bucks. I don't know. Anyway, if we use it 10 times, it's five bucks a time. If we get nothing more than a giggle out of each time, it's worth it. A giggle's worth something. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Um, so... We used it the first morning after we had it. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I think, yeah, she was. Hey, lady, you were actually here while I was pumping my junk. <laughs> I'm sure she'll love that one. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Uh, Everybody tweet, hashtag pumping my junk. Uh, anyway. The lady is never going to visit Lolo, again. <laughs> Lolo lady. <laughs> At Lolo lady. Um, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, it's actually a really weird feeling, but it feels kind of awesome at the same time. Um, I have to admit, watching it <laughs> yeah. was really kind of interesting because it's, to me, it's like, I know that, you know, when it's pumping and, and the penis is expanding, I know he's not doing that. You know, I, I'm not doing that because usually I have to do the work for that. Oh, it's science, like, motherfucker. <laughs> I know, but it's just, it's like, I, I don't know, It's it's like... Oh, this is going to sound bad, and I don't know how best to describe I'll just it. Rip it off. But it, it sounds like something you'd see at a circus, like you know, yeah, a no. little. And you're just like, like, yeah. doot, like pump, yeah. pump, yeah. pump, and it's just like bigger and bigger, and it's it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sound effects make it. Oh my god, that's going to be our new intro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, we're losing all control of this podcast. 
No, but it, it's just, it was really kind of We should totally it. make the sound, the, just we could yeah. record the sound of it and that could be our, our podcast opening. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Get pumped up. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting feeling. Um, I, again, having researched it, I am terrified of causing bruising or tears or whatever. I am so overly cautious of my No, we don't need to damage that. I want it for long-term play, so. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I kind of like it. It's, it's. It seems like it would be different. It's so novel. And so yeah. you put the cock ring on, then you use the penis pump, and then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, look, I have an instant erection, and I don't even have to think a nasty thought. <laughs> it's like... The, Wait, it's, do you ever not think a nasty thought? When I've got a giant... When I have a cock ring on and a giant pump over my junk, <laughs> yes. I'm not thinking a, a thought. I'm thinking, oh, so this is what the $6 million man's, you know, felt like. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I'm Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, is it something that we would use even every other week? Maybe not. It's admittedly currently laying on the side of the bed. I did try it in the shower the other day. Um, that leads to a funny story. Um, okay. I, I told you part of that story. I didn't tell you that the penis bump no. was part of that story. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Brace yourself, people. Um, yeah, you you may want to turn it off before that part. <laughs> should I should I not tell that story? Hey, you can. I'm gonna. I don't fucking care. Um, yeah, so it's a good story. <laughs> the lady might want to turn it off before that point. <laughs> just we'll warn you. Just skip ahead five minutes. It's not that bad. It's a funny story. Yeah, it's, it's a story of me being a complete fuckwit. Um, yeah, so I, I, I like the penis button. I think it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to, it's a touchy subject for people, but, you know, I think it's it's important, um, and that we also purchased a, a anal douche. Yes. My biggest issue with pegging is cleanliness. Yes. Yeah, and, and almost to the point of, it cannot be, it can, it can not be fun if I'm over worried about. It can hinder the experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about, you know. Cleanliness, yeah. um, and that's true when you go to a sauna. Mm-hmm. That's true when I play with the the guys. I'm always over cautious, um, and you you should be very cautious. And about it's a hard that. place to clean. Yeah, I mean, let's be realistic. It's yeah. not like you can take a toilet roll brush and just rub it. You could. <laughs> well, don't do that. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Ill advised. Not saying that I have firsthand experience, but anyways. Um, so we got the, the manual pump, which is, look guys, it's, it's a ball squeezy thing with a stick on the end. Um, as you might imagine, you feel the Not ball. Not that different than a woman's douche. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. I, when I look at it, I think of the, those things that you use on children to clean out their, their ears. Yeah. Or their noses. Yeah. 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 It's those little suction things. That's the, basically the what it is. Things. Yeah. The yeah. blue bulbs. Um, you know. It's a little bigger than that. Yeah. So the idea, you fill it for warm water, you Spend jam it, it where the sun don't shine, and you squirt it up in there. <sighs> Let me tell you my first experience. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go ahead and preface this with Mr. Adam did not think the whole entire <laughs> process through very well. Or at all. <laughs> no, look, I'm thinking... He's just a pretty face. I'm not smart. <laughs> I'm not. I just... You I, are. You are. You just didn't I do think, really dumb things. You just didn't think okay. through the whole process. So, anyway. So, we're, I, I take a shower. And this is middle of the day. It's my lunchtime shower. Um, I work from home, so I can take a lunchtime shower. Um, so, I take my lunchtime shower. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to try this whole, you know, anal douche thing. And I'm like, oh, and I'm also going to play with the penis pump in the shower. Because why not? Because, you know, who doesn't like to masturbate <laughs> before they go into the shower? If you don't masturbate before you get in the shower... What's the point of shower? While you're in there? I rarely do it while I'm in there. Oh, I do. Very rarely. I like to be, I like to get dirty before I get clean. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah it's weird. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyway, with a man's orgasm, you want to see that. Okay. A guy yeah, wants to see that. That's Even it's all, if it's all over my stomach and chest, I still, I'm like, oh, look at Look what I made. It's like okay. Rorschach test. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't get that pleasure of making a mess. Sometimes. Although you've been doing that a lot lately. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole new podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. We'll talk about squirting. What is it? Is it really pee? Anyway, uh, that's a whole nother podcast. 
So I'm in the shower and I'm playing with a with a pump and I'm like, oh yeah, this is great, but it's really not doing much for me. I'm just kind of goofing around playing with it. Um, I'm not actually trying. My goal is not to get an erection and masturbate. It's just like playing with the pump. Just to play. Yeah, with it's just it. like, yeah. oh, what does this feel like? Um, and so I get done. And I'm like, all right. So I'm going to try this whole. I've already showered. I'm all clean and shit. Um, I'm like, I'm going to try this whole anal douche thing. So I, I, I fill it full of water, which was more difficult than it should have been anyway. Uh, but I get it to where it, I can make a fountain when I squeeze it and it's pointing up and I'm like, then I'm like, Oh, well, every time I squeeze it, a little bit of water comes out. I should probably fill it up with water again. <laughs> so I did that like three times. Um, no, but any guy will tell you, any bottom will tell you, you don't want air in there because oh, I know, for the I know. rest of the day, you'll be yeah. crop dusting the entire place. <laughs> Yeah. On the bright side, it smells like cherries because it's clean as hell. But, you know, you'll still be crop dusting the entire place. Anyway, so I uh, get it full and insert it. And, God, I'm, I don't squeeze just a little. It's not like, <laughs> oh, let's just give it a light squeeze. I fucking squeeze the shit out of this ball. Like, honestly, like it's a stress ball. And work has really got me down. <laughs> I'm just picturing this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my eyes bulged out a little. So, I don't know. It's a lot of water. To it's a lot of yeah. water. It's like a half cup of water. I don't know. Four ounces. Oh, probably more what than is that. that? It's a pretty good size. It's a lot of mils. I don't know. We'll say, we'll say 150 mils of water. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of water. <laughs> and, I, and I inserted half of it. And so, this takes us to a different story. And the story is... Do you pee in the shower? <laughs> no. Do you pee in the shower? No, I don't. You do not pee in the shower. No. I do pee in the shower. I would love to hear from some of our listeners. <laughs> I need to put that on, on a Twitter. We're going to have to do a Twitter we'll poll. We'll do a Twitter yeah. poll. Um, I do not. I do. Because it's natural. There's water. It's natural. <laughs> but I can tell you what I don't do in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other side? I don't make dookies in the shower. <laughs> I've never had diarrhea in the shower. No. And when your whole colon is full of water. <laughs> what goes out or what goes up must come down. You would think that. Yeah. You would think that. Yeah. However, we're so conditioned to not do something. Yeah. It's like peeing in the bed. It's. I could you challenge you it. to lay down in bed and pee, and I would be pretty <laughs> confident it would take you. You have to turn your brain on to make it happen. I've. Having, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for really sure. hard to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's even harder to let your relax your sphincter in the shower when it's full <laughs> of fucking water. So, okay, so I do this, and it's, of course, warm water. It's hot water, um, which is hotter than body temperature. So suddenly did, did I've it got... Feel good? Uh, no, because I'm, I feel like I'm or about to Was it to just explode. the amount? It, so was, it wasn't the temperature, it was the amount. It, no, it wasn't the temperature, it was okay. the amount. But on top of the amount, the temperature yeah. starts getting me that, you know that lightheaded feeling mm -hmm. you feel when you're like suddenly really hot? Yep. Well, I have a whole colon full of, of hot water that really needs to come out. Yeah. I cannot relax myself in order for it to come out in the shower. And I'm starting to get like lightheaded and dizzy. I thought I was going to faint. I thought I was going to throw up. I, I, like I'm holding myself up in the shower. We have a stand-up shower now. We don't have a bathtub. So I slam open the door and I'm like, fortunately the toilet's right there. Yes. I would love to say that this story ends with me landing gracefully on the toilet. <laughs> I tripped stepping out of the shower. Caught myself on the wall and the wall other uh, on two walls. Again, almost threw up. Might have leaked a little down my leg. Amazingly, your sphincter does relax when you think you're going to fall. Yeah, yeah. Throw open the toilet seat, sit down, and just like, oh my god, it was horrific. Anyway, <laughs> it was clean. So basically, it was what, all water. So what you're saying is that if if anybody tries to replicate your experience, don't do what I did. They should just dial zero zero and have it ready for the third zero. Or if you're in the states, nine one and have it ready for the one. Look. <laughs> To quote Forrest Gump, <laughs> I am not a smart man. <laughs> Look, it was the the funny thing is, it was all water. It was completely clean. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing. There was nothing. I'm sure there was. But mentally, stuff. you can't tell yes, yourself that. You cannot tell yeah. yourself that. Yeah. So I would advise not doing it in the shower unless you've got full control of your sphincter. 
Not doing it in the bathtub because it's just fucking disturbing. <laughs> Honestly, that's what's so funny that about would be all. Worse. No, that's what's so funny about all of this is the first thing I thought of was, oh, I should take a bath. <laughs> I would have oh my God. honestly died. So apparently, before you undertake anything with a new toy, I need to see your your um, project plan ahead of time and approve it. I feel like it should be signed and dated and triple quit, <laughs> and we need to have some sort of notary D or whatever right. major D saying it's okay. Yeah. So the long and short of it is, in hindsight, on second time around, I knew what I was doing, and I filled it up from the sink and was right there at the toilet. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you're you're squeaky clean after. So all good. Oh man, yeah, like yeah, squeaky clean for like two and a half, three hours. It's great. It's a yeah. great feeling. It really is. Um, you know, but yeah, that so just makes perfect, babe. Anyway, so yeah, that's um, that's uh, the anal douche story. Yeah, yeah, that's out in the real world now. It's gonna be posted on the interweb. It'll, uh-huh. be, it'll be real. I don't care. I. I think it would be a great stand-up story, actually. You know, uh, everybody has learning experiences like that. Everybody does embarrassing things. I, I'm not embarrassed by this. I mean, it's because I look at this like, I should have known better. Yeah. That's why I'm not embarrassed by it. Okay. It's like I look at that and I'm going, oh, yeah, anybody who stops for half a second before they <laughs> act would know that this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It was a poorly formed plan. And by poorly formed, I mean non-existent plan. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So that's um, that's it. So those are those. That's all I've got on that. Any questions that- on the anal douching? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Have you ever had an enema? Um. No. I have not. Never. My God. No. What was I, wrong with I, my childhood? <laughs> I'm trying to. I mean, I know. I've known people who have, but no, I've never had. Yeah, what, like, what for, you, like between the ages of eight and for? thirteen, oh. I had like one to two a year. For what? I had issues. <laughs> well, apparently, I didn't have issues. I was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I even had them like professionally done, like the no, doctor and shit. I, I was perfect. I had no yeah. enemas, no issues, no anything. Anyway, just so, perfect. There you go. So you've never experienced the wonder of warm water going filling your colon. I've used like a. a Female douche. I don't anymore, but I have in the past. Yeah, but on the on the lady side, right? Not on the yeah, yeah, on the lady uh, side. Yeah. But on the lady the side, lady side, <laughs> <laughs> like a vaginal douche. Yeah, yeah, but no, I've never had. What was that for? Anything up there? Just when things get infected to help clean and things. Yeah. You know, yeah. is this too much for a podcast? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, this is serious shit, people. This know, is, it is it's not is. all fun and games. You have to. Cleanliness is next to but, perfectness. But no, I've I've never used and an, had an enema or anything. No, hmm. no. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. Now you learn. There's something. a first time for everything. I can try it though. Don't do it in the shower. That's my only <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Great. All right, I'm getting a beer. All right. So while uh, Mr. Adam goes to get his beer, that that. I don't know if it's a, a really great segue into the next section or not. Um, <laughs> we need to drink for this next segment. Well, okay. So apparently we need to drink for the next section. Um, but it's actually a, a little more serious of a topic. Uh, so we've been... There's a counselor that we've gone to in the past, and we try to go regularly just to to check up and, you know, make sure things are all good and whatnot. Yeah, I would say there's nothing, we don't, we don't have any issues. No. However. It's like changing the oil on your car. Yeah, there's there, preventive you know, maintenance. Yeah, the maintenance needs to be done. Relationships are important and I want to take care of my relationship. Yeah. Um, so we go see a counselor every now and again just for checkups and to talk to her. And, and it's interesting because even when we think that everything is good and things are going well, et cetera, um, you know, we go and, and inevitably something comes up and you're like, you know. That, you know, even styles of doing things or, like, you know, arguing styles or things that we think are very minor, it's like, I, she, you know, she brings up a different point and it's like, oh, I could look at it that way or think about things differently and makes it better. And then we implement it in real life and it actually does make things better. Um, so even though, even when we think things are great, there's always room for improvement. Always. Yeah. And so we find it really helpful to go. Nothing's perfect. No. And last time we went. Um, Except your ass. Oh, that's nice. Why? That's true. I told you I was perfect. Um, <laughs> you did say that part of your body was perfect. Gross. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyhow, uh, so last time we went, uh, we were talking to her, and I don't know, somehow in this 
the discussion, guilt came up. And, of course, you know, a lot of people have issues with guilt, and um, especially, um, this is going to maybe sound bad, but, but a number of my friends and people that I know who are raised Catholic, I always call it their Catholic guilt, because they tend to be guiltier people than others. We're not guiltier people, we just feel guilty. You feel more. guiltier about things. And so, as we were talking to her, she was like, well, do you think that's guilt or shame? And admittedly, I'd never even thought about shame. Never. Really. Um, and so we kind of got into the difference between shame and guilt. And it it was really kind of got me thinking a lot, you know, about different things. Um, but basically, you know, guilt is when you say, I did something bad. And shame is saying, I am bad. That was kind of the distinction that she used between the two. And so that's sparked a whole new discussion and thought train, I think, for us. And uh, she recommended some books that we read, which we've gotten through one, mm -hmm. and we're going to start on the second one. Um, but there's a lot of just really interesting points in there that, that kind of make you think, and, and even things in the book, and you're like, I do that, you know, and, and just never even realized it, didn't even think twice about it. Um, do you want to get into some specifics? Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think – I think shame and guilt are very are, are definitely common in the LGBT community, yeah. um, but also I think common in the swinging community. Um, I think yeah. that many of us, you know, we when your friends ask you what do what did you do over the weekend, if your vanilla friends ask you that question and you're honest with them, I think that you may feel guilt being, you know, I'm doing something that I really enjoy that you might not agree with, you know, I feel bad that I'm doing that. Where I think that's can also be, because society says yes. that, you know, these relationships should be monogamous or and pants on yeah. and whatnot. And you know, and so I find myself, you know, when people ask, even you know, maybe not people I work with, but even other friends who aren't pants off friends, if they ask, I'm like, oh, well, you know, we caught up with some friends and blah, blah, blah. But you don't really dive into, be, you know. Yeah, well, you, know, you don't say we had friends spend the night. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it, I, I, I have issue with that because I don't want to be that. You don't want to be disingenuous. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. And I think my problem is that I rarely feel guilt, but I consistently feel shame mm -hmm. um and that's something that i'm trying to fix and work on um but yeah it's that when 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 i do something that is outside of the norm for society i'd never feel bad about the action i always feel bad that i wanted to do it that i'm bad for wanting to do something and that it makes you happy yeah and that it makes me happy and that i i may not deserve that happiness it's a way too deep of a conversation I think for the podcast <laughs> but you know it's it's something that I, I wanted to touch on uh, and again so I'd actually written down a long time ago something I wanted to talk about on the podcast was bisexual guilt especially because you know yeah. I understand you know there's there's definitely that lesbian and, and gay you've, you've got to be uh, you know there there's that separation from society or you're coming out to your family or, or, or whatever. But I think, you know, I, and I'm going to say this, I think bisexual people have it harder or worse because you, you can often be ostracized by both groups and you feel guilty um, on multiple counts because, you know, you're, you're not really gay or lesbian and you're, you're not really straight. You're somewhere in, in, and you feel like you're in a no man's land where, um, nobody really understands you or accepts you and mm -hmm. that, you know, you have to choose between gay, lesbian or straight in order to be accepted and feel like you're part of something. Um, and I know that's a big thing on Twitter that we've seen recently is the bi erasure. Um, hmm. And, you know, it's, yeah. I don't understand why things have to be polar opposite. You either have to be gay or you have to be straight. Why can't there be a fluidity, a fluidity to yeah. it? Because that, that to me makes logic. Um, and I know one thing that I consistently deal with is the, I, I, I often, when I find myself feeling, and I actually wrote this down, melancholy. Um, when I find myself feeling down or melancholy, I feel bad because my partner isn't enough. Um, 
and you know, it's it's a weird situation because I would honestly, I feel like that is a flaw of mine, and I would give anything if it was like, oh yeah, you can, you're enough, but you're not, and I've, it's really hard for me to say that, especially to you. But at the same time, I don't have everything that you need. I don't have no. I don't think that one person has everything that another person needs that's why you need a circle of of friends however close or not close you want them to be everybody needs a circle of friends a circle of confidants because no one person can be an entire world to someone else i i just i find that really hard to believe that someone could do that that you I'm going to say you in the broader term, yeah, yeah. but that you can have every single quality I need in a person. Yes. And especially if you're looking at a bisexual person, I mean, not only physically can I not have everything, I mean, sure, I can put on the strap on, but it's not the same, really. Um, but also emotionally, you know, I lean more towards the masculine side personality-wise, and sometimes you need something a little more feminine. Mm. You know, it depends on your mood and what's going on. And But I think that's true of everyone, no matter where you fall on the scale. Um, I just find it really hard to... I've never really thought that one partner can be everything to someone else and fulfill every need that they have emotionally, mentally, physically. That just is a, such a tall order to ask of one person. I, I don't think it's realistic. No, I know. And I know that my, my hangups are all society yeah. or religion. Saying that that should yes, be the case. saying that that should be the case. I understand that. But it's still hard to turn that. It's mm-hmm. hard to flip that switch and say, oh, yeah, I feel Absolutely. this way. I feel yeah. this way because I was told to feel this way, not because I actually feel this way. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's a big um, – it is a big issue. And that's something that I really want to work on. I want to fix because I have a lot of hangups on, on shame. But, right. like, so – like, do you feel like, is there something that you feel guilty for on a daily basis or shame, uh, ashamed of on a daily basis? Do you have stuff? Um, Cause having, so the, the book that we both listened to, um, and that she's actually listened to now twice, yeah. I'm on my second listening to it because again, we both feel like it's important enough to, to delve into is a book by Brene Brown, uh, B R E N E Brown, like the color. And the book is the gifts of imperfection. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other book that we've not yet listened to, um, but I'm going to actually start it tomorrow on my commute into work. Um, is I thought it was just me. Hmm. That's the other one. She's actually a therapist that studies shame. Yeah. And I think that one actually came first. I so we so. may have done yeah. it in backwards order, but whatever. But, yeah. But so, <laughs> Like, is there something that you feel consistently guilty or shameful of? I would say no, except for, like, when we're talking to friends or coworkers or people, just, you know, everyday people, and they're like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? And it's like, oh, you know, got together with some friends, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you don't go into a lot of detail. And you don't necessarily need to, but at the same time, it's like, am I hiding something because I'm not telling them that? No, like, uh, Um, And, you know, but again... When you're talking to most people, they don't want every like, detail of your life, right. you know. But so, it's like a lie by omission. Almost, yeah. yeah. So do you um, is that guilt or is that shame? Do you feel <laughs> bad that you're not telling them or do you feel bad that you've done it? Or do you I feel would, like you're bad that you've done it? I would say not telling them. Okay. Yeah. So it is a guilt. More though. guilt. Yeah. Um, but, I don't, but that's not necessarily a daily basis thing. Um, what I did, there's a few things in her book that, like I said, I... I do, just kind of when I was listening to it, it was one of those, I do that. But I never realized I did that until I listened to the book. And it's like, you know, just kind of hits home, I guess. And um, But one of them was when she was talking about, and I don't want to give everything away in the book, um, but when she was talking about just being vulnerable about like potential experiences or things that are coming up, you know, like there's the potential for something to happen. Like there's potential for some big deal at work or to meet up with some people that we're interested in or whatever. And I'm really excited about it, but I tend to play that down and be like, Oh yeah, well it might happen, but you know, I'm not really expecting it. So you try to be realistic about it, but at the same time you're putting it down not only to yourself, but to other people. And so when it happens, you don't feel as excited about it. And your friends aren't like, hey, wow, yay, good for you. Glad that happened or whatever. Because you didn't, they don't think it's really that important to you because you played it down. And at the same time, when it doesn't happen, it doesn't hurt any less to you 
probably more so then because your friends also don't think it's a big deal for you. So then they're not like, oh man, I'm really sorry, you know, that really sucks and whatnot. Because they don't understand how important it was to you because you didn't let them know to begin with. And, and you know, she's like, you know, what you should really do is say, I'm really excited about this, but I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah. But let yourself be excited and let yourself kind of feel a bit more. And I guess that's where I tend to kind of hold back a lot in general is, you know, I don't want to be hurt. And so I don't, you know, I kind of block that out and say, okay, I, I don't want to feel that because if it doesn't happen, then that's going to be worse. Yeah. And in the end, when it doesn't happen, it's no worse. But yeah. when it does happen, it's it's not good. It's not as good anyway as it could be. Um, so that was one of those things that I do, but I didn't realize that I did. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I absolutely 100% do that a lot. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, even with everyday things, yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't even have to be anything big, like, you know, getting a new job or whatever. It can be just meeting up with people, you know, like, oh, yeah, we haven't seen these people in a while. I really hope we can get up with them. And then we yeah. don't. And it's like, Ugh, well, you know, whatever. But or if you do, then it's like, oh, well, yeah. OK. So I, I, mean, I do it a lot in everyday little things and big things. Um, but there's a lot of instances in her book that it it really is interesting how much you do maybe and don't realize. Yeah, it's funny because, like I said, it's. I think it's – I've really liked the book the first time through. And like I said uh, earlier, the reason we're listening to it again is because we both found enough value in it. Mm-hmm. And when I listen to a book, I'm listening and I pay attention, but I feel like I miss probably more than if I took mm-hmm. the time to sit down and read it. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't have the time to sit down. I don't make the time to sit down and read books anymore. Right. So I have to get them yeah. in any way I can. And so we listen. But uh, yeah, I, it's been good. And uh, it's been a little bit eye-opening and a little bit depressing. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, I think it's I think it's really been very helpful. And there's yeah. a lot of things like that that, you know, kind of changes the, the way you look at things and the attitude. Um, and, you know, one of the other things that she mentions early on is if you're sort of interested in doing something, rather than saying, I would like to, but, you know, yeah. maybe later, maybe whatever, maybe you want to have more money or whatever. <laughs> when I lose more weight or when yeah. I am tanner or I'm more muscular or Yes. So instead of saying that, just go ahead and say, hell yeah, I'm going to do it regardless. And that's, you know, if you've ever thought, hey, I want to go to a swingers club. Yeah. But I'm going to wait until I lose that next 10 pounds. Or I'm going to wait until I am more muscular. Or I'm going to wait until I'm tanner. Or I'm going to wait until I'm whatever. You know, the point is, just do it. Just do it. Just be confident and sexy in yourself. And that's what people want. Rip the Band-Aid off. Um, nobody's perfect. Just get out there, be sexy, confident, and, the, and enjoy yourself. And the converse to that is, you know, the, you know, the feeling of shame and feeling of alone, and and you know, feeling like no one else could ever feel like you feel right now. The truth of the matter is, there are people who feel that way. And if you've ever taught anything, if you've ever done a training class or been in a training class, and the the teacher or the instructor says, "Does anybody have any questions?" Yeah. and you hear that, there's no one has any questions, and Somebody raises their hand, and that one brave person asks a question that they feel is stupid. But nine times out of ten, they're not the only person that has that question. But the point is, you're not alone. You, when you ask, when you have that brave braveness to Be step brave. up and, yeah. and ask that question, or step up and and do something, you're not the only one that feels like they need to do that or they want to do that. You, yeah. you know, so you're not alone. Yes, that was one of the big things that I gained. I gained from right. that was you know the negative feelings that you have. They're not just your negative feelings. Other people have them as well. Absolutely, you're not special. <laughs> so yeah, well, not for that anyway. Well, we we really closed this on a kind of a serious note. We went yeah, from we did we went from sort of boring opener to lively sex toy review to. But I think it's a very important topic, yeah, though. To, I mean, yeah, and like I said, it's it's something that we're just starting to explore and and dive into ourselves. So we'll have lots more, I'm sure, you know, between ourselves to say. And if there's anything terribly exciting, we'll get on the the podcast and say it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's definitely an area that we've found to to be worth looking it's at important. in our relationship and our relationships with others. Um, just in the community in general. And, and it is interesting, you know, when you talk about going to the swingers club, because there's times even with us when we we're going getting ready to go out, it's like, oh, I feel so fat tonight and whatever. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to. But then you go and you have a great time and nobody else can tell. It's no. all in your furry little head. It is. And it just, yeah. you know, you just suck it up, just do it, 
have fun. Again, if you're if you're confident in yourself and you feel sexy, even if you don't feel sexy, fake it till you make it, and act like you do, then it's it's all gonna be good. Yeah, and it's it's a liberating. It's yeah, good. So, it is. Uh, yeah, that's basically all I've got. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, awesome. All right, <laughs> well, we're gonna wrap this. We're gonna wrap this pony up. Um, yeah. So um, we're about out of wine anyway. So. That's why I went and got beer. Yeah, so, uh, well. I've still got half of beer. All right. I'm going to have to refill. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I'm, I'm Mr. Adam. Hi. How are you going? And this is Mrs. Adam. Hello. All right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> follow us on Twitter, um, at the Atoms of Love. Um, email us if you have questions. We get lots of random messages from people on Twitter who... You know, it, we, we love the, we love the comments. We love, we get a lot of positive comments. Um, we get a couple of random cock shots, which still, please keep sending them, send your cock shots. I have to be honest, I can sort of giggle at them every time because the last thing I expect to open up and see is a cock shot. So yeah, I I do. I'm not (laughs) laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Um, but I do laugh. Um, but yes, follow us on Twitter at the atoms of love. Email us. We love your questions. Um, at, um, the atoms of love at gmail.com. So many at symbols, at signs. It needs to be a different Nana. anyway. Um, find us wherever you find other podcasts and, and, and shit like that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. So yeah. have a great week and we'll see y'all, uh, I don't know, somewhere down the line. At the next podcast. <laughs> the next podcast. That's right. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 